we're hacks and we're backs. When it's V January, every month of the year. <laughs> I'm your host, Jason Cartalian, and we have our perpetual guest sidekick, <laughs> Mike Keller. <laughs> but heckling bleacher bum, Mike Keller. So we were told that we had an unprofessional podcast. We got a little feedback. And that we needed some kind of intro, so that was why we did an, uh, an unprofessional intro. How'd, the, how'd that Hugh, go? we just <laughs> introduced ourselves for you. You know who we are. We're your vegan friends. We're your Jiminy Cricket conscience sitting on your shoulder judging you. We're the non-judgmental, judgmental friends of yours. You just introduced me as a perpetual guest. I'm not your, like, <laughs> co-host. <laughs> I've been in every single episode, maybe minus one. Oh, my God. I didn't know I was going to offend you now. Jeez. I'm, I'm sorry, Mike Keller. I'm not thin-skinned like you. I was just teasing. This is going to be one of those episodes where yeah, we just got to constantly one of those. Bring it on. backhanded compliments. Front-handed insults. We're middle school mean girls. How was your vegan holiday? My vegan holiday was quite lovely. I visited Jacqueline's family in Temecula, and they were so kind, and they made me my very own celebration roast, which is like, I don't know, it was kind of like a tofurkey, but not Thanksgiving specific. It was really quite delicious. It had gravy, and all the sides were vegan too, like the potatoes, and there's a really good bean casserole. And uh, Chilean, they're Chilean. It's a Chilean salad made with avocados and olives and cabbages. It was it was really good. I liked it a lot. I have a question, Mike Keller. Yeah. Okay, so they made you this roast. Now mm -hmm. it was a celebration roast, so it was like one of those I don't know, well, field roast or one of those things. Something like that. Like yeah, it might have been Trader Joe's. A I'm roasty sure. ball. A roast ball. Yeah. Did they Delicious try it? Roast ball. What? Did they try it? Uh, I know they... Jacqueline tried it and she liked it. Okay, um, that's good. Not everyone else did. Not I don't think anyone else tried it. Did they have a little bowl for you? They put off to the side. The, the roast is over here, Mike Keller. <laughs> yeah, no, they. I was not uh, sent to my own gulag. I was I was welcomed, and also they they even you know they had their own charcuterie board, and then they made me like a little mini charcuterie. I felt very welcomed. Um, I have a family that it's an omnivore family. If I cook first, we all eat vegan. So mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I rush. They to sometimes the... try to beat you to it. Well, it's not that I eat the, the food that they make, but it's a lot of times they'll make something and they'll make another thing that is a meat thing that they can combine with their food. But usually, They know you're such a good cook that if you got there first, you'll make all this stuff and they see it and it's like, why even bother making anything else? This is so good. The problem is I'm not the best cook in the family, so that's the oh. that's where things kind of run into a brick wall every once in a while. Well, your mandate is to become the best cook in the family so that you'll always have everyone eating vegan. Ah, it's not happening. Back on the real news, the vegan news. The news. So remember how we tried the salmon? We even did a, like a freestanding episode about the vegan salmon. Uncanny Salmon Valley. I was over at Air One. I always take my daily walk and I go into Air One. Mm -hmm. And I saw a new vegan tuna. Oh. And it's a company called Kuliana. I guess they have some Hawaiian name, Kuliana Vegan Tuna. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's some kind of limited promotion that they're doing. I think they're connected with a company that makes poke bowls. 
But anyway, so Kuliana is a company that's making vegan tuna and it's a hundred percent plant-based tuna made from radish, bamboo, algae, and pea protein. Wow. So the algae is probably what makes it taste like tuna, like fish. It's definitely a different approach than the Z star that we had, which is more of a, I don't know, a jelly like thing. They're using similar ingredients. I noticed that you did use cognac, which is the thing that the um, that the uh, salmon used. But I, cognac I th- like the the liquor? No, cognac like cognacu, which oh, is okay. a which cognacu is a flower, a tropical flower that you can get vegan gelatin from. Oh wow! Do they have to like deforest a rainforest to get it? I think it's a water-bearing plant. It just grows. Mm. It's like a beautiful flower. Actually, look it up. Con- cognac. Con- it's like conjac. But oh, conjac. That- but you're saying it's pronounced cognac. Okay, yes. Good to know. Cognac. Actually, I've heard it cognacu. Some people use it for uh, weight loss as well. Really? So anyway, I bought these tuna rolls from Air One. They were quite delicious. I mean, they were really uh, a different vibe. They had definitely a very seafood vibe. I definitely want to see what that particular product is like because it's a different kind of product. I did feel like what I did was I took the sushi rolls apart and I kind of examined this, the, the fake tuna, the, the vegan tuna. And it, it seemed like a very interesting product. It seemed a little spongy. I thought, I think they cut the tuna a little thick. Like if it was cut really thin, like a, like a nigiri sushi, I think it would be a home run. So I look forward to trying that uh, kuleana. It was a double. Ground rule double. Things are starting to like heat up for V-January. Oh, are people actually participating in it? I haven't heard much buzz this year compared to previous years. Oh, I think more people are participating this year than last year. Oh, well, that's a step in the right direction. Okay, so V-January was started by Jane Lan and Matthew Glover. They started this V-January as a crowdfunding campaign in 2014. And the the aim was to increase uh, vegan participation, corporate outreach, uh, and, and just sort of grow the global movement uh, and, and increase awareness of being vegan. And I I don't know, I have mixed emotions about V-January. And I don't know what you, what, what do you think about V-January? Uh, am I to infer that you think like people will just do this for a month and then stop and that's not great? I, it seems like a good gateway drug into seeing, realizing that, you know, if you could do it for a month, you could do it forever because all the vegan options are so good and you're healthy and you feel good about yourself. And uh, it seems like a good way to trick people into like, just try, you know, like uh, green eggs and ham. Like, would you eat them in a house? Would you eat them with a mouse? Like, you're just trying to get them to try it so that they realize they'll like it. Mike Keller, you are so wrong. Okay, tell me what's wrong <laughs> with know. my reasoning. <laughs> no, I, I think you're you're basically taking the, whatever, the middle ground. I mean, I, As I, just, I always do. <laughs> I, I just think that why, why does, why do we have to relegate veganism to one month? Like, oh, I hope you don't. Like I hope it's January, just a... we're just going to be vegan for one, or like a whatever, no nut November, or <laughs> or what was the other one that people stop drinking something in October? Don't drink dry a... <laughs> January. No, I don't know. Yeah, I understand. There's a uh, heightened awareness, but I don't know. I think January has a reputation, a bad reputation for people to oh. hold on. It has a bad reputation for people to have 
you know, a New Year's resolution, like I'm going to stop smoking, I'm going to stop this, I'm going to stop that, I'm going to join a gym. And and after a few weeks, they continue to smoke and they, they relapse. They start smoking crack and then they relapse <laughs> and then they they hit the skids. No, I know they. You know, you know what I'm talking about. So so I yes. just feel like if if it was sometime in the middle of the year, in the beginning of the beginning of the year is kind of the situation where the yeah, August, yeah, you know, or just. Or maybe ha- well, let's have the whole year to be a vegan year. Why do we? How about a whole life of cruelty-free living? This is my problem with January. All right, there's this really great ice cream place called Salt and Straw, and usually they have one or two vegan options, and it's kind of a trendy place. There's one down the street for me. I go there and I get whatever they have, like two or three choices of vegan ice cream, and all of their special ice creams they usually have like i don't know especially seven or eight special ice creams on january to celebrate v january they have all seven flavors are vegan flavors that's awesome they offer you all these great flavors and Uh after and after january those flavors go away and you never see them again so it's kind of the situation where it's like see this wonderful paradise we can live in Uh well it's only good for 30 days and we're going to pull the rug from under you and yeah, but, you know, if everybody kept buying the vegan options at Salt and Straw, and they kept selling out, and there was a huge demand, gradually every flavor in Salt and Straw would become vegan. It's all based on consumer demand. You know, they're responding to what makes them money. I'm also seeing things like using veganism as a marketing ploy. Marketing ploy, yeah. And I, I saw this with uh, this kind of rollout of this special boozy whipped cream Hmm? cardi b tweeted about veganism she tweeted something like uh, i want to go vegan but i love meat are vegan meat replacements similar to meat in taste or not really so she tweeted this out to her 20 million followers it's good to get a conversation going yeah but she's selling something that's sort of plant-based now so is she creating this conversation or is she trying to just promote this thing that she's wait you're telling me that this tweet she made is to sell whipped cream it seems unrelated i'll tell you then so this month she made the tweet but also this month they released a thing called whip shots Hmm. which are 10 percent alcohol flavored whipped cream and they're pushing these as dairy free Hmm. Are they, in fact, dairy-free? We'll get there. Because, <laughs> you know, I think dairy and alcohol, other than white Russians, which are totally disgusting in theory, um, d- dairy and alcohol don't really mix. It's better to make anything with alcohol kind of dairy-free. They were really pushing this as a del- dairy-free option, and they were, in fact, in fact, if you look, like, on the website of, you know, purchase places, where if you purchase it online... Right now, it's available in like very small quantities, and it's a very hot thing. It's this booze-flavored whipped cream that's, I think there's three different flavors, vanilla, caramel, mocha. So what happened was um, they were selling this as a non-dairy, but it actually has sodium cassinate in it. Oh, that's messed up. They tricked us. Which is a thickening agent. So... 
it's not vegan and then also people with dairy allergies can't have it too because it actually has you know a dairy derivative in it we got played so i don't know but come on cardi don't play us like that but it's funny because i read about this whole whip shot thing in veg news the thrust of the article was that it was a misstep because this could oh, have been an okay. opportunity to have a vegan item. It, it's like the the marketing people look for all the trending uh, phrases in like Google search terms and they're like, oh, plant-based, oh, da, da, you know? This is Cardi B. I'm so excited to join Starco Brands with this incredible opportunity, Cardi B said in a statement. Whip Shots matches my style, over the top, sexy, unique. Together, we're completely innovating whipped cream and giving it extra pop. Whip shots is Cardi in a can. Come on. Like, <laughs> she let the ad copywriters just put words in her mouth? Like, that's not her voice. Yeah, it doesn't even rhyme. That's, like, clearly written by a PR person. I mean, it's money. It's money moving around. She makes a lot of money every, like, Instagram post. I'm sure they, they paid her really well to just sign off on that sentence. It's yeah. Cardi in a can. It's a party in the can. It's Bacardi in a can. So while Whip Shots, is, this is from Veg News, while Whip Shots is marketed as non-dairy, in quotes, Retailer Spirits Net- Network has revealed that the product contains sodium cassinate, a dairy-derived ingredient rendering Whip Shots not vegan. Not into it. Okay, I don't want to sound like a total crank. But we are. So I'm going to talk about something fun and exciting. Yay. So uh, there's, you know, I don't know. You know Baby Bell? The the little che- wax cheeses where half the fun is reconstituting the wax afterwards into little shapes? Well, they're making a vegan cheese. I love that. That was a, a childhood favorite because you get it packed in your lunch because it's in that little wax thing. And then you turn the wax into like an airplane. Yeah, and also it's nice that there's going to be this fun kind of tactile thing that you can give your kids that's plant-based. Mm-hmm. Yay, Baby Bell. So there's a group called Bell Group, and they are going to have a Baby Bell vegan snack cheese wheel wrapped Damn. in green wax. Just in time for V-January. They're rolling it out, but once v- once January ends, they're rolling them back in. No, I don't know. Well, well <laughs> no, I'm yay. just kidding. Again, oh, so th- that's good that you're kidding. But even if it if it were the plan, if there was enough demand, these corporations will respond to it by continuing the supply. So you know, it's on us to keep buying this stuff. The look, you know that what I'm just I just said. It's like the solution to the world's problems is consumerism. Buy things. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it is. Well, I mean, sometimes I think, it is. I mean, I feel like making certain choices and inspiring people to make certain choices give the consumer a lot of power. The Kellogg strike has been settled. Did they keep the workers or did they lay them off? In they the kept end? the workers. Oh, that's good. I think a lot of consumer pressure on Kellogg to make the uh, correct choice. Yeah, in, in the you workers' had to make favor. it a, like a big public stink, or they're just going to quietly send them away. <laughs> I've actually had vegan cheese from Bell Brand before. They actually have a brand of vegan cheese that was okay. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like knock your socks off amazing, 
But I mean, you I didn't don't get know. to enjoy the wax afterwards. That's why you you felt a, an emptiness in your heart. It, 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 the problem was it wasn't in a cute little roll that you pull the little red thread and then it, it mm-hmm. opens up. It, it was actually it's actually a company called Nourish, and uh, it was a decent cheese. It was sort of a, a modern kind of um, melty cheese that kind of reminded me a little bit of Vile Life. Uh, I, I I think I had it once or twice. It was it was pretty decent, but it wasn't like anything amazing but i look forward to uh trying the the baby bell vegan cheese i think i think that's a a nice step forward and it's also great when you have an item that you can give your kids so that's about it i think we did something mike keller we showed up and we said some words we complained about v january you complained about you complained january you complained a little bit too i overall said it's a net positive with everything, there are drawbacks, but I would say that the uh, benefits outweigh the costs. Are you running for office? <laughs> mm, yes, I, I am running for uh, co-host, not <laughs> perpetual guest. Maybe the next episode, I'll, I'll announce you as the co-host. Oh, thank you so much, me lord. You've le- you've uh, kind of levied yourself I've to stirred my good your graces. spirits. <laughs> If how I, about this? Hey, how if about I was this? a guest, I could take a week off. How about this? The next episode, I'll have you do the introduction. Okay. So you can call me whatever the hell you want. I'll call you the bridge <laughs> troll. 